Hello, welcome back to the National Association for Primary Education podcast. My name is Mark Taylor and today I'm going to be chatting to you a little bit about the Oxford Head Teachers Conference where I had the pleasure of being just a couple of weeks ago. On the final day of the conference, they opened up the trade fair for people who were involved in charities and so places that normally don't get the opportunity to to get their message out or wouldn't normally be able to afford to to have a stand at these type of events they were given that opportunity free of charge which I thought was just a wonderful idea and so I went along as part of NAEP um, helped Leslie Williams who's involved in NAEP Oxford to sort of man the stall and sort of hold the fort while she was there in another capacity and um and it was such a great thing, and I got a chance to chat to, to three or four people um, who were also involved in the trade fair. So in a moment, you'll have a chance to listen to, to some of these organisations and, and to get their thoughts and ideas about how they enjoyed the event and why they were there. But what really struck me, there were some fantastic speakers involved um, and also some great participation from children of Oxfordshire as well. It was such a great mix of, of lots of different things going on. And the first person I heard talk was um, Leila Moran, who's the MP for Oxford West in Abingdon. And she talked a lot about her personal ideas about education and also in terms of whether education should be a completely different system as opposed to just tinkering with what we already have. And also getting some insights into sort of how education becomes on the on the political agenda. You know, it depends on obviously finance and money and, and what's what's important at any given sort of new cycle. And, um, and it's really interesting to see how certain things start to become important and obviously well-being and that kind of thing was something which obviously comes up more and more these days and there are sort of different routes into how education may change and what these triggers are for people to really sit up and take notice and of course one of the biggest things of course is funding and there were some great discussions and conversations at the end of her speech with some head teachers about their funding and their concerns and and things which are actually do affect everybody on on a a day-to-day level. We then had some fantastic children from Oxfordshire, some of them t- from a school talking about um, well-being and mindfulness in certain classes like that, of which have been set up, which was really interesting and, and encouraging to see. And also we had some people playing music, which was amazing. We had some children um, playing a couple of pop songs and, and rock songs, which had been done in a project in the few weeks leading up to this event. Reception, year one, sort of people doing these projects, which was absolutely brilliant to see, as well as some, some older Key Stage 2 children. And they did such a great job in their sort of first public performance. And um, the head teacher who spoke, first of all, about what they were doing and they said they were looking for something for their children to get involved in and get excited about and this particular thing just absolutely fit the bill and um and it was really great to sort of have some live music and really see the arts and, and music really sort of showcased at that kind of event there was also a presentation about sport as well and how um running a mile every day or being active every day was an integral part of one particular school's achievement which um they were able to then very articulately stand up and talk from the children's point of view exactly how it worked for them and exactly what they did on a daily basis which was really really insightful to hear and you could actually tell how much they got out of it as a as an overall idea and the whole thing was then topped off by an absolutely inspirational speech by Fluella Benjamin who everyone will probably know and remember from from play school and, and some of those early children's television shows and she was talking about her background and her parents and coming over to London from Trinidad and some of the life experiences which sort of really 
made her understand the type of person she wanted to be and how she wanted to give back, how she wanted to be strong or how she became strong even, but actually how she did that in a positive way. Um, and that was such a, an, an amazing closing keynote um, and had many people in the auditorium in tears at the end of it. It was really so powerful. Um, and I'm really grateful to have had the opportunity to be there as part of NAEP and actually get to experience some of these, these wonderful speakers um, in the flesh. So I'm just going to leave you with some conversations I had, as I said, with some of the exhibitors. Um, and I should also say a very big thank you to Leslie Williams, who's um, in charge of Oxford NAPE. Um, and she was uh, there holding the fort and set up all the stands for, for the NAPE. And also she was there, as I said, in another capacity as part of the Oxfordshire Outdoor Learning Trust. And their aim is to advance the education and development of young persons resident in Oxfordshire through the provision or facilitation of outdoor learning experiences. Um, and I know they have a bursary and an endowment fund which helps support this. So if you are able to make the most of that, I do go and um, suggest that you go and check all those things out. And if you go to the show notes, um, we're going to have details of all the people that are going to speak in the next few minutes so that you have the chance to go and find out more information. If you go to educationonfire.com, forward slash nape 020 then that will take you straight to the show notes page and all the details will pop up there um thank you so much for listening and i hope you enjoy um these short conversations with some of the exhibitors from the oxfordshire head teachers conference and so now i'm joined by the assisted reading for children in oxfordshire thanks very much for joining us today thank you very much um we're really pleased to be here today it's the first time we've been at a head teachers conference um, the Oxfordshire Heads and we're particularly keen to actually share what we do with all the um, Oxfordshire Heads who haven't heard of us yet. We train and recruit and support volunteers who go into primary schools throughout all the county in, um, and we, our volunteers help children who are perhaps not switched on to reading, not encouraged yet to read and they are trained professional reading helpers who encourage children with different books and games by chatting to them, by making them feel important, making their confidence um, and making them feel good about themselves really. Uh, the volunteers work with the children for a whole year, that's an important thing to say, and they build up a mentoring relationship. Um, so it's more than just reading, it's uh, building the children's confidence, self-esteem, um, building that lovely trusting relationship for children, and through that the volunteers find out exactly what sort of things interest the children, and we supply the right resources, the right books, to encourage them to see themselves as readers and raising aspirations really, raising life chances. So it's really about it's about the relationship and how reading fits into the overall relationship as the child grows, I guess, is the, is the most important thing. And it's yeah. just as beneficial to our reading helpers, our volunteers who come forward to help the children. They gain so much themselves by this relationship that's built with the children and plus the ongoing support and the training which we as an organisation offer to these volunteers. Safeguarding is a vital part in um, you know schools at the moment and we're very hot on encouraging them to understand safeguarding, what to do if the child reports something to them, how to act, how to behave. Also we do workshops on phonics so that they understand if the child has a particular difficulty, how they can help and benefit that child because they're learning one-to-one -one with the, the volunteer. So the volunteers gain as much as the children gain from it. That's what makes it such a, a 
perfect relationship really. That sounds wonderful and I've really enjoyed chatting to you throughout <laughs> the morning. Can you just tell us where the people can find out more information online so they can check it out if they'd like to find out more? Absolutely. We've got a website which is archoxfordshire.org.uk. Um, you can email us info at archoxfordshire.org.uk and um, you can call us or pop into our office in Vista. We're in Global Sport in Vista. We're always happy to speak to anybody, schools or volunteer who wants to get involved with us in any way. Fantastic. Thanks so much for chatting. Thank you. Welcome back. Now I'm joined by Karen from the University of Oxford. Can you just tell us a little bit about why you're here and, and, and what it is that you're trying to get across today? Yeah, so we're, um, we're trying to fund a survey in Oxfordshire schools at the moment, uh, which is collecting mental health data from pupils in years 4, 5, 6, 8, 10 and 12. Um, and the idea of this is that we want to get a better understanding of the mental health of kids. We want to understand the risk factors and the protective factors to mental health in children, understand uh, what might be influencing how ready they are to go to school and learn, essentially. So as we know, there have been a lot of cuts um, at the moment in education. And what we want to do is gather data so that we can find out what's going on with kids, what are the risks, where is funding needed so that you can target it. So we're looking at, for example, um, internet safety, safety in the environment around the kids bullying, um, that's in the primary school, and then the older kids are also looking at other things, like if they're showing signs of depression, self-harm even, in the community. Um, there's already been a, a, a collaborator of ours who's, um, who's brought out a paper recently using the survey. So yeah, we're trying to get as many Oxford schools, schools as possible to sign up. Uh, to gather these data and it's all it's all funded by the university. Fantastic, so if people want to get involved and take part in the survey, can, is there somewhere online they can go and, and do that? Yep, so they can either, um, if it's a school, then they should go to um, Fab Research, so the address is, let's say that to you, that would be, yeah, fabresearch.com. Um, they can also, uh, I'm setting up an email, but I'm not sure if it's ready yet, which is pathfinder.psych, uh, so P-S-Y-C-H dot O-X dot A-C dot U-K. Um, and, uh, but mostly at the moment, yeah, it's just for schools. They can also, they'll be getting a letter soon from their county council and just please sign up. Fantastic. And I'll make sure there's a link on the show notes to all of that so people can just click straight through and, and take part if they'd like to. Lovely. Thanks very much for chatting. Thank you. So I'm now joined by Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks for joining me. Can you tell us a little bit about how you've experienced today and what your organisation is and, and exactly yeah. what you're all about? Okay, it's been um, brilliant to attend. So we were invited to showcase a project that uh, 180 is running and scaling out across Oxfordshire um, called Make Me Smile. Um, and that's a primary school awareness project um, that aims to remove the stigma of mental health and to get young people talk, looking after their mental health in the same way they would their physical health. Um, and 180 is about seven years old now, so we've been working across Oxfordshire into Buckinghamshire and also West London. Uh, we're a psychological focus support service looking after vulnerable young people um, with short-term and some long-term interventions. So um, it's been really helpful to kind of be here and kind of see the things that are going on and to talk to schools as well. Yeah, and it's been a real theme certainly this morning in terms of overall well-being and mindfulness and, and mental health generally. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great that it's, people are talking about it and Absolutely. actually this is becoming part and parcel of life which of course it, it is which is really 
So if people would like to find out more, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Uh, they can go to our website, um, which is www.one-at.org.uk, um, and they can kind of see our work. There's inquiry forms there that come straight back, or they can give us a call, um, which is an Oxford number 236869. Lovely, thank you. No problem, thank you. So I'm now joined by Peter Cancel and Pitt Marples, who are... The chief organisers, I would say, um, of this Oxford Head Teachers Conference. Um, it seems to have been an absolutely fantastic event so far. Um, are you pleased with how it went and, and what, what have your been experiences over the last two or three days? Well, we've thoroughly enjoyed it and all the delegates have been very warm in their um, appreciation of, of the conference and it's been a very, very good occasion with a remarkable last... Uh, session with uh, Faloela Benjamin and um, then earlier on with uh, the wonderful Leila Moran who seems to have all her education and environment principles in place and uh, a, a way forward really. And they, and they provided a sandwich around some lovely examples of good practice from, from children from Oxfordshire schools. It, it was really rewarding to see the confidence with which children from Bure Park were able to receive questions from all the head teachers in the room and answer them confidently and, and, and competently. Um, and, and to see, and it must have, must have warmed your heart, Mark, to see reception in year one children playing rock instruments on stage in front of an audience of, you know, 100 people or so. Fantastic. I mean, it certainly seems to me that one, having the opportunity for charities and that to be involved here today has been really, really fantastic. And also, like you said, to have, have children being performing and showing what education is all about today, because they're in school today, um, as well as then the inspirational talks of, of people like Baroness Fruella Benjamin, which, of course, I was just chatting to some of the other people on the trade stands, and they had to sort of take a couple of moments to themselves because <laughs> it was so emotional and you know, got all the passions rising. And that combination, I think, is, a, is brilliant for all the people yeah. that have come. Yeah, and it's, it's important. We think it's important. The reason that Pip and I do this is because, you know, we think it's so important for head teachers to have that time out of school, to have time to be inspired by people, but also time just to take time for reflection and space for themselves and space to talk to each other and network, which is really you know, quite difficult to do when you're so busy focusing on what needs to happen in your school. So you know, we, we keep on working at it because we think it's important. Yeah, it's a fantastic event, and I know you've already mentioned there's going to be one next year, so we'll make sure the website and everything is on the show notes so people can get in early. Excellent. Thank you, Mark.